I don't know about you, but I've never been more scared of a man who's attractive eating an apple. <gasps> this and so many more ominous scenes tonight on the What If After Show. You're tuned in to AfterBuzz TV, the ESPN of TV talk. Now, let the buzz this never gets old i love this music every time i get so excited hello and welcome to the what if after show i'm so hyped to be here so we're going to be going over episode five what next and episode six what history i am your host tonight mia bravum i'm filling in for louisa we're gonna miss her our girl it's my first time moderating so this is gonna be a fun time so excited to be with these ladies speaking of first up we have chelsea Hi, everyone. This is our in-house soap (laughs) opera girl. Yes. We love her. She loves the TV drama. I love my TV dramas. She's an expert in the TV (laughs) dramas, which is why we have her here. And then we have Carla. And she is our in-house resident on binging Netflix originals. So All day, every day. We have the perfect people here to discuss yeah. what if. The perfect panel. I love it. I can't Hi. wait. Uh, so as I said, we're going to be going over episode five and episode six. So this is the breakdown. We're going to be going over major characters first. Our girl Anne, Lisa, Sean, all of the good ones. Then we'll be going over the detente dinner with Anne. We'll be going through supporting characters. And then the high school reunion, which is the end. Yeah. We've got a lot to talk about, so let's dig in. Carla, what are your overall thoughts on everything? I feel like finally we're getting some answers on everyone's background. Like, I'm finally like, okay, I know what I'm watching. Still a little confused, but it's okay. And mm-hmm. what was that drug scene? <laughs> I loved it. That, I was like, yes. That was the best. <laughs> I, yeah. Oh, gosh. I mean, first of all, I was thinking, okay, what's what's going on here? Because Mike Kelly is smart when he writes. Mm. And then getting towards the end of the episode, we get to see, okay, it all comes together because we see Marcos and his past. But for a while there, I was like... <laughs> Kevin and Marcos, oh. what is going on? Kevin is a trip. We're gonna, <laughs> we are going to dive in on that because I'm excited to go into that topic. But, yes. you know, it's one month later. Everyone's looking real happy. We see them running, all the love. We got some lust for yeah. Anne. Lisa's got bangs. I was like, huh? <laughs> and it's just a good time. Angela and Todd are having a baby. I'm like, what can possibly happen? Sean looks good running. Can I tell yes. you that running scene? I was like, can I run right next to him? <laughs> oh, Sean. <laughs> they need to remake the episode and then Chelsea's going to run with them. Oh, yes, we need to. She's for hire. She's for hire, everyone. (laughs) But first, let's get into Lisa. So, Chelsea, what are your feelings on this? Because I feel like throughout episode five, Lisa's super independent. She tells Sean, oh, you don't need to come to the dinner with Anne. She's like, I got this by myself. She's been real bold with Anne, going up to her, saying whatever she wants. She even tries to pay off Cassidy, which I'm shook about. That made me mad. Let's get into that really quick. Yes, please do. (laughs) Okay. Well, I was really upset when Lisa said that. Cassie has been nothing but supportive, and she's been left in the dark the whole time. So the fact when Lisa's just like, okay, let me pull out my paycheck, you know, how much would you like it for? That really irked me a little bit. So with Cassie saying, you know what, I'm done with this, zero dollars for your identity and who you are, no, that can't be, that's zero dollars right there. I was like, yeah, go Cassie. But yeah, mm-hmm. and then I love it though towards the end of the episode because it, Lisa finally has her brains back on again. Yes. She's all like trying to take pictures of the <laughs> notebook. <laughs> and she's like getting back into her spine though. Yeah. And she's so suspicious of Liam too because she caught him. We'll get into that later, but mm-hmm. she caught him at the party too. Like, okay, who is this character? Uncle Dave. Yes. Who's Uncle Dave? <laughs> right, Where'd right. you come from? Who is yeah. this guy? Yeah. Yeah. 
I feel like she's so wishy. At first, I thought she was so wishy-washy. I was like, why are you all of a sudden not wanting to look into someone that clearly is fishy, which is Anne? And then she's like being such a bad friend to Cassidy. So I was like, Mm -hmm. okay, she once again is just not going through with her trying to be Anne plan. And then everything just turns. And we were back to her being her little evil self. I love it. I know. I kind of like new Lisa. Like, I call her new Lisa because she's a different person this one month later. But... uh, I don't know. I kind of miss like the sweetness in her, but I do kind of like the badassery. Is that a word? We're making it a word tonight. It's a word it's tonight. A word. It's a word tonight, tonight, and tonight only. Uh, so, Sean, we can move on to Sean. We see him go from ancient Sean, which is what the, the guy writes up and says in front of the class, to hot shit Sean, which I loved. I thought that was so funny. I second that. Yes, we, we, I think we all <laughs> we agree. agree here. We all agree. Um, but now he's at the top of his class, and then he's on a high, everything's going good, and then this detective shows up. About Maddie. Yeah. I was shocking. I was, like, sad, more sad than I thought I'd be. So, did you guys, were you guys surprised when they they came to the house? Did you think that they were going to suspect him of the murder, or? I thought it was going to go a little more. Like, she kind of let him go off easy. She's like, well, here's my card. Let me know if you could think of anything. I thought she was really going to dig in. Mm-hmm. And I thought maybe she might possibly bring up the past, too. I don't know mm-hmm. if they were going to put those clues together. But at the end of the episode, they're, it's starting to tie together with that. But I, I mm-hmm. thought she was going to dig a little deeper into it, just not leave him off, saying, well, if you need anything, here's our card. Yeah. yeah. I agree. That's- I'm like, why would she ask so little with something so serious? I was like, who just shows up and says, hey, this person died. Okay, bye. Don't feel bad about it. Yeah. And I was like, uh, shouldn't you be saying something more? Shouldn't you be asking some questions? So I 100% agreed. I genuinely, at the end, by the end of the conversation, I was like, she just thinks he's hot and is like, you didn't do anything. That's how I felt <laughs> you from that conversation. Yeah. She came in kind of hot. She was like, detective. And by the end, she was like, yeah, just, here's my card. <laughs> That's what she really meant. She's like, here's my card, Sean. And then Lisa shows up. But... Um, so Cassidy, we can dive back into this now. We find out things that are okay, or things are okay with her. Um, she's been studying Anne, and we find out, and we kind of already know this, but Anne didn't exist before a certain point in time, which is so weird. Like, she literally yeah. just kind of, like, there's no online tracks of her, and clearly, like, it's 2019, like, why don't we know anything about her? Why do you think that is? Because we talked a little bit about her background, but what do you guys think happened? She I, oh, oh uh, she could be a different person because I, I don't know. Like towards the end of the episode, and Liam is kind of like, oh, there was a good quote that I even wrote down um, with them, but he was just like, um, yeah, okay. He just said, Anne has if she does an exit plan, he's going to destroy her basically ooh. with all the choices that he made. I wrote down. I was like, ooh, I like mm-hmm. that quote. Um, I think maybe she wasn't Anne. I think she could have been a completely different person when she was young. And then Liam created Anne. I 100% agree. I said this last week. I was like, Liam is in control of her. Like, we think Anne is a badass. And she is. Like, she is a badass. But Liam, you can tell, like, he created her to the T. And he says it. He's like, you think living in the shadows is great? And it really Mm -hmm. isn't. Like, I may do everything you are, and I can take it away, like, just this fast. Jealousy. I was shaking in my boots during that scene. She was scene. Oh, he freaks me out. When he walked out of the room, he had the scissors on her stomach, and then she finally breathes because she was so scared. (laughs) That was good acting. That was good. Renee, round of applause. (laughs) Oh, no, she had phenomenal acting throughout the whole entire episode, even at the end um, when she's making the phone call to the police, um, and she, like, cuts off the branch, and she's just, like, staring into the camera. I'm like, good 
acting right there. Question, what does that tree symbolize? Does anybody know? I need to know. I don't know. Liam started picking at it, and then by the end of the episode, there was literally nothing on it. Do we think it means more? Because I feel like during these monologues with Anne, they always introduce some weird object. Have you guys noticed, like, in the very first episode, there was a tape recorder. When will that come back yes. into play? Now we have this tree, and there's, like, all these really weird things that she does, like fencing and, like, the keys, and I'm just like, what does this all mean? I don't know. But did you guys catch, though, when Liam gets closer to Renee, he actually looks at her set of keys before. Yes! So he knows. He knows about her past, and I think the next episode, I'm going to say my predictions early, but next episode, <laughs> it's going to start unraveling. I think he has a big part of it. Yeah, I think he has a really big plan. They didn't put yeah. him in for no reason, that's right. for sure. So Anne and Gage, which we'll talk about a little bit later, decides to fake out the media, and Anne and Cassidy are still, like, they're trying to figure out what's going on, right? Mm-hmm. And then they remember, and they say the line at the same time, it was so cute, it reminded me of, like, Mary Kate and also movie, they were like, trust is the most dangerous thing you can give away! <laughs> That's I was like, yeah, <laughs> this totally reminds me of my best friends, I'm like, we would say that. <laughs> yes, yes, and they've been, they've been doing their research, so Cassidy asked the question, and I'll ask the question, is Anne setting her up? Is Anne setting Lisa up? 100%. Even at the end of the episode, she's just like, um, when she's talking to Foster, she's like, okay, uh, the girl's going to be fine. She's just going to keep playing her part. So mm-hmm. in the, and when, I was, when she was saying this, I was like, "Is this, a, this has to be a game that she's playing. She has to keep playing her part. That was really suspicious. To yeah. be honest, I want to say that it's not so much about Lisa that she's trying to, like, play. I think it's Sean. I keep mm-hmm. watching the episodes and I keep thinking, why do you insist that Sean leaves Lisa? Why do you? I feel like she has all of Sean's secrets because we're mm-hmm. slowly seeing how aggressive he is, and I feel like Anne knows all of it. And it's not so mm. much about Lisa because she keeps saying Lisa's playing her part. She's playing her part. I think it's mostly about Sean. Yeah, personally, Lisa's an excuse. Ha ha. Or she's in the way. Ooh. <laughs> I am our queen of one-liners. I love it. We're all like, oh, I'm snap. wondering. Oh snap. So. We kind of talked about it with the detente. So this is kind of like the big ending of episode yeah. five. Liam is out of the screen. We kind of talked about it. I've never seen Anne so scared. Like, she literally was shaking in her boots. Um, and I also returned the line when, you know, he said about the exit plan. I was like, what's going on? The yes. keys. But then, this is what I really want to talk about. Lisa runs into Liam in the hallway. And I was holding my breath. I was like, oh my gosh. I don't know about you guys. I really, really wanted her to be like who are you? And then he's like, oh, uncle. And then I wanted her to go into Anne's office and be like, so who is that? And I wanted Anne to say something different. But Lisa's over here. She just, she's like a badass now, but she also sometimes doesn't think, I feel like. Mm -hmm. And so I was so mad at her. She just came in hot. I was like, I met your uncle Dave. And I was like, no, you're supposed to like trick her, trick Anne. And then we talked about it too, but the journaling, she took the pictures. I'm like, girl. I knew someone's going to videotape. somebody was taping you yeah. in this freaking mansion of hers? Like, okay, yeah. Us, She's know? all nervous. Like, she gets it out. It starts with her phone and just, like, tries to look around. I'm like, there's a camera in her study. What yeah. I thought was crazy, yeah. though, was when she and when Cassidy was looking through the pictures and she was like, did anyone see you? She's like, I mean, I don't think so, but I don't doubt it. Like, she, I feel like, already knew someone was watching her, but she doesn't care. Like, she probably wants Anne, like... I don't care. Like, I'm going to stand up to you. I'm like, Lisa, like, don't you study science? Like, what? Like, put it together, girl. I'm like, trust is the most dangerous thing to give away. Yes. So why would she not be taping you? I'm just, I don't know. I really, I don't know. Any other thoughts about Lisa's behavior? Uh, Yeah, I don't think that was a smart play on Lisa, but I think Anne put that on purpose, too, because she would not, she would not, like, something that was that valuable, just, like, leave the room, deliberately put it in the drawer, and then just walk away, 
and you know, so I think Anne too could be setting Lisa up a little bit because mm-hmm. we always know Anne is ten steps ahead. So whatever yeah. they're going to find in that journal, Anne is because Anne didn't Plant. even yeah, Anne didn't even bluff when Foster is like, "This is going to be a problem." She's like, "Okay." <laughs> She's yeah. like, "Good, my plans going yeah, as ex- I planned exactly. it." Exactly. I want to see her lose her temper for once. I'm like, what do yes. you look like when you're... Yeah, I want her to lose her temper so badly. That's so good. I really hope we do. What yeah. I thought was really interesting, too, was um, when Liam played off being the uncle, obviously, and then Lisa goes back and says it to Anne, and they're, I feel like they're both on board with the uncle story. Yeah. yeah. I was like, this is kind of weird, but I feel like they've probably been doing this for a long time, so it's probably yeah. super normal. Yeah. I can't wait to hear and learn more about him. Um, but after all this, I, I don't know about you guys, I feel like Anne is cracking. Like, I think she's getting soft. And it's because Liam's around. So you slowly kind of see her disintegrating. Maybe that's just me. But do you guys think she's serious when she says to Sean, like, you give a compelling case, I'll think about it, when he's like, you know, Lisa's not crumbling. Like, we're still together. We haven't broken yet. Like, can you just stop pursuing whatever it is and trying to, like, disrupt Mm -hmm. our relationship? Do you think she's really going to think about it and take into consideration what he said? Absolutely not. There's Mm -hmm. no way. I feel like even when she (laughs) said it... hesitate. (laughs) Even when she she said it, I was like, girl, you don't mean that. Stop it. And Sean's so, like, dumb for even believing it or even for, like, pleading. Like, you really think she's going to listen to something like that? Like, this plan's way bigger than you can imagine. Yeah, I... Anne is really good, I think, at just being, having, like, a straight poker face. Mm-hmm. She is, that's her specialty right there. So I think, again, what Carla, going off Carla said, yeah, um, I don't think that was a smart move for Sean to be like, oh, cool, I get to lift this off my shoulders. And she's like, yeah, that was a very good case that you made. Um, because you can see, even see when she does with um, Gage, you know, with the whole fencing stuff. Like, she mm-hmm. lost on purpose with that. Yeah. Yeah. Let's talk about that for a second. So what do you guys think of Gage? He's the rival that clearly gave up Lisa that we see in the very first episode. Mm-hmm. And I think he was on the team with Avery. So he yeah, was. comes full circle. Yes. They're all in this yeah. room. Freaky, freaky. But Gage is clearly smitten with Anne. And I don't oh, think he's he pretending. likes her so oh, much. But this is my... I kind of feel like Anne might be into him. But because he's a, distra- a distraction, she's like, no can't like you. But I think she might not be pretending. What do you guys think about that? No, because there is one scene, you know, when they're getting it on, and she just kind of pulls away and just says, well, just make it quick, hurry up. And he says, whoever damaged you did a good job. Mm. Like, she just tries to play it off so well, but then it cuts, and her face just drops when he walks out of the room, and she just looks at those keys. Mm. So I think he kind of gets to her, like some part of him gets to her, and it really connects with her past. Yeah. Whoever damaged you did a good job. Sounds like like a quote on Tumblr. <laughs> like, some, like, sad, like, Tumblr posts. I don't know. I love it. Yeah. That was literally my favorite scene. I was like, you're such a badass. You literally... I think she spent, like, a day or two seducing him to yeah. do what she wanted. And at the end, she's like, just make it fast. Like, you think you can make me feel something? Mm-hmm. And I was like, girl, you don't have needs. Like, he can make you feel something. You know, <laughs> she has those men coming in the house. Oh, we oh, see them in the, the sauna bringing the chocolate. Uh-huh. Can we talk about the one in the beginning oh, in the yes. towel? Bring me coffee. The, oh, I know. I, that's how I take my coffee. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, why are you finding these delicious men? And Foster just sits back and watches. Did you see Gage and him, like, exchange eye contact at one point? Yeah. And he's like, Foster's like, bye. Yeah. <laughs> You're trash. <laughs> but also, one last thing I want to talk about before we go into um, our little break and Chelsea's going to give us a message. Avery, I feel like we really don't talk about him enough, and we need to get into him. So, of course, we see a part in the beginning of episode five, and, you know, he brings Lisa the good news, but he also tells Lisa that he saw Cassie calling... Do we think that he's actually loyal to Lisa, or do we think he's loyal to Lane? I was going to ask the same question. I, I, that's, I don't know. Um, 
I was really fishy at first about him, but with time, I feel like he has to be loyal. I feel like he sees, I'm sure, a lot in that office. And Mm -hmm. even that phone call alone, like, well, actually, and then he looked into uh, the check Mm-hmm. that Cassidy supposedly wrote and he's like I called the I called the number and it was cut off. So now he's doing research on what mm-hmm. Anne is saying. So I think he's on Lisa's side. I think we can trust him. Okay, good. Yeah. And also I just I have to throw this in there. I have to do it my due diligence. Is there sexual tension between Lisa? And Avery? Yes. I think, I think yes. there is. I, I called it so. last episode. I was like, ooh. And I think ooh. it's going to really start coming out in the next. <laughs> I think it's going to really start coming out in the next episodes. We're going to mm-hmm. see it. Um, I think Sean and Lisa are pulling away. So we'll get to it later. But with episode six, towards the end, mm-hmm. um, I think Lisa's starting to have her doubts with Sean. Like, she doesn't truly know who he is. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that's when Avery's going to slide in there. I don't agree. I think they're pure business. Even Because then she tries setting them up with uh, oh, yeah, Sarah. She's like, he's very single. Yeah, he's very single. Like, I don't know. I don't really get that vibe from them. But you guys may be right. I mean. Let's see how this goes. Yes. Yeah, I don't know. Have to play it out. Ooh, I love this. <laughs> okay, but first, before we dive into our guy, Ian, we love nothing more than to talk about crazy oh, ass Ian. Chelsea has a message for us. All right. So before we get into our next topic, thank you guys so much for making AfterBuzz TV the ESPN of TV talk. And make sure to subscribe to our YouTube channel. Give us a rating on iTunes. Leave us a comment. We love to hear from you guys. And thank you guys so much for your support. Is that a queen? Can everybody oh, no. give Chelsea <laughs> a round of applause? Oh, this no, is no, a no. lot of firsts because, I mean, this yeah. is all, like, this is you guys' first panel ever. Yes. 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 And After Buzz has helped us do that, host the show. Right back at you, Queen. This is awesome. This is my first time moderating <laughs> ever. Yeah, this yeah. is really, like, my third show. And then your first time doing live reading, you live freaking reading. crushed it. Oh, uh, thank you, girl. Uh, After <laughs> Buzz is the best. We feel so lucky to get to do this. Maria and Kevin are awesome. Yes. And everybody else, the whole team, Bree, Ryan, our producer, everybody. Everybody's great. We can give so many names. We can go up forever. Ever, but oh, <laughs> <love> I'm like, what? <laughs> We've got Ian to talk about. Okay, and, okay. So I have to say, I'm sorry, we're not going straight into Ian. I want to talk about Angela and Todd first. Then we'll move on to okay. Ian because okay. it'll lead right into him. Yeah. So. Was anyone else shook that Angela wasn't dead when this episode started? <laughs> I was like, why is she not dead? I really thought he was going to kill her. Um, I thought he was going to be more aggressive than he really was, and she's actually handling it very, very well. I'm like, why aren't you a little more aggressive about your... Because he's taken her off rotation yeah. for the past month. He's threatening her job. And she's kind of like, I don't know, very calm about it. I'm like, girl, why? Aren't you... I was yeah. so mad at that supervisor. From a woman to woman, this girl is breaking down. This guy, you know, is threatening her with her job. True. And it was mutual. It takes two people to be in a relationship. And she was just siding with him. So that that supervisor, she made me mad. And when she mm-hmm. said, prove it, I was like, Angela, girl, you prove it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> See, for me, actually, going off of that, I actually really like to get into that conversation. I thought that the supervisor handled it pretty well. I really? agree with because you 100%. Because she knows, I think it was sad to me because I saw as a woman-to-woman interaction, she was like, this is how the system works. And I saw it in her eyes. She was like, I want to help you, but you, yes. I'm, I'm helping set you up. Like, give me the tools you need to say that, like, it wasn't your fault. That's, I don't know. That's the vibe I got, Carla. What do you think? No, 100%. Yeah. And on top of that, she has literally no evidence. Like, as much as you want to believe, like, your fellow you know, sister, it's like, what are you supposed to do when someone can't provide you a single thing? Mm -hmm. Not a note, not a message, not a voicemail, not a person to corroborate your story. Like, it really is a a he said, she said. Mm -hmm. And if he's bringing strong evidence, like, what are you supposed to do? As much as you want to feel for someone. And he brought it first, and he's in a place of power, and she isn't. Exactly, yeah. I hate that. Uh, 
But that interaction between um, Ian and Angela when she's like, okay, oh, fine. Oh, but she like went off on her the whole time. I'm thinking, Angela, record this. Yes, You've got to record this. Like, yes. You've got to be. And then when she pulls off the tape recorder, I'm just like, yes, that's it. Get him. So mm-hmm. I know. But he just makes me so mad. Ugh. <laughs> I know. It's like, uh, it makes me so mad. I will say, I wasn't surprised. And I actually, I know it's supposed to be a moment where we as an audience are like cheering for Angela. But, uh, I couldn't. I sometimes really consider. First of all, because she's cheating and she yeah. still hasn't told him. We'll get into that in a second. But also, I was like, "Are you dumb for pulling out?" I sorry, I shouldn't say dumb, but like, I was like, "Did you really just pull out this tape recorder when he's right there? He could easily turn around." I thought he was gonna like turn around, yeah. see it, and like whack her. Or right? Something. She should have waited. I wish that girl would have got in the car and then showed us the tape recorder. I was like, <laughs> not on the street. This is me. I was like, not on the street. Not on the street. I was like, so. Oh my gosh. I was just like scared to see where it was going to go. But, Angela and Todd, do you think that Angela's actually happy with Todd now that Ian's out of the picture? No. I think she wants to be. I am. Mm. Yeah. You have the, I just can't. <laughs> I know. I'm, I'm, like, I'm like, like, yes, tell me more. <laughs> I, I think if you're cheating like that, you know, I mean, if you think you're pregnant by him, you I don't mm-hmm. know, maybe not exactly being safe, which is kind of gross because you also have a husband. I know. I just think... I don't know, to be doing that much, especially in your workplace, you have to be unhappy. And she was really wishy-washy. Like, she wanted mm-hmm. to go over last episode. She was, like, kind of okay with him wooing her. Yeah. And all of a sudden, she just flipped a switch. I think she wants to do the right thing, but I don't think the right thing's what's going to make her happy. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. That's you good. You too. Dang. I'm like, guys, I'm like, I have nothing else. <laughs> <laughs> she just covered it. <laughs> yep. Oh, uh, I'm just trying to... He's such a nice guy, though. He is. Yeah. He's so cute, and yeah. he's like, you can tell he loves her. Even the messages, like, he sends her all these cute emojis. I'm like, you've been with yeah. her for 10 years, and you're he so tries so hard sometimes, though. I, oh, know, I, have just... my, I have my qualms about Todd, too, but it is sweet. He is trying, which is good, but uh, Todd makes me mad because how do you not know anything's happening? Like, you're an EMT, you're in the hospital. Do you not see what's going on? Do you not see slut written on a locker? I, like, do you, does he not hear? What do you guys think? I think Todd is still kind of stuck in that high school phase a little bit, kind mm. of their relationship in high school. And I think he's not seen how it's developed and how it's different now. Mm. So I think he's kind of still like, yeah, we're these high school sweethearts from high school and we're meant to be and things are going to be okay. And mm-hmm. um and then I guess, you know, because they lost the baby, like they were yeah. pregnant before. Yeah. I think that's still kind of, that's when Angela was starting to pull away. And I think before this, you know, whole series aired, that's when, you know, she started approaching Ian. But mm-hmm. I think that kind of kind of put a damper on the relationship. And I think Todd kind of knows a little bit. I think he has an idea. But that's, you never seen him get into a fight. You know, he's always comforting, always there for her, never questioning it. Because I think he just wants it to be how it was when they were in high school. Yeah. That's I a think, good theory. I think Todd makes excuses for her behavior. I think he catches Ooh. on. And he says, like, oh, I want to take the pain out of your eyes. or what? So I think he sees her you've act out. You've been through out, a lot. And, yeah, you've been through a lot. And that's the excuse on why she is the way she is or maybe why she's pulled away or why she's changed. Mm-hmm. Which may be true, but isn't going to be a reason to be a bad partner. Yeah. Yeah. Oof. You guys are really leaning in today. today. And I gotta say, I'm a huge fan. We're committed. I'm a huge yes. Carla and Chelsea stan. And Louisa, we love you, girl. Yes, come back. We miss you. So, okay, last question before we move on to Eon fully, before we fully get into him. Is it fair that Todd hasn't told her? Like, do you think that she... That Todd she hasn't told her what? That, that like... Wait, Todd has it. I guess... Oh, wait. No, that she told Todd that she's cheating on him. I was like, what am I saying? Oh. 
I don't uh, think she's going to tell she's him. Not gonna, she's not going to tell him. Do you, she has I think to. she might. That'd be good for predictions. I think it's going to come out, and especially when we get more into episode six. Yeah. I mean, e- the monitor. <laughs> yes, oh, I can't, yes. I can't. I can't. I can't. Uh, it's going to come out. Receipts, receipts, receipts. <laughs> Ian's going to get her because she jeopardized his job, so she's going to get them with their relationship. And we only saw the beginning in episode mm. six with that creepy whole segment. Thing. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Okay. So I think yeah. it's going to come out, but not because she wanted to. Yes. Ooh. It's good. It's good. It's good. You guys are Thanks. great. So, Ian. He's oh my God. full blown psycho. He stresses he's, me out. Like he really does. And, and I mean, I think he's the one who spray painted the locker. 100%. Yeah. He screamed. He screamed "f you" in the parking lot. I was like, "Is that all you got?" But I was also very scared. <laughs> <laughs> and then he's enough to be like predatory. I mean, who who knows? But towards the other girl, the new nurse or whatever doctor oh, in the office, Kara. Does he jump? Yeah, Kara. Do you think that he jumps from girl to girl, or yes. do you think he really is obsessed with Angela, but is making her jealous? Second one. Yeah, mm. I was gonna say the reason I said yes. Um, first of all, was because I guess back to the supervisor scene, that's kind of the thing where I got frustrated because it's so clear that he moved on to this new girl. Mm-hmm. And so the fact that's kind of where I was back with the supervisor that, you know, people can see this stuff. I'm sure she's not blind to it. Yeah. And she's kind of thinking, look, I'm this, and it's not innocent girl, but I'm just like, I was just in this relationship with him. Mm-hmm. But yes, definitely he is obsessed with Angela. I think out of all the girls that he's been with, because she's the one that said, I can't be with you, he has this grudge against her. And I think deep down he is really obsessed, creepy, in love with her. Yeah, and I love the line where she was like, I know I bruised your ego. And she was not trying to be mean. She was telling it like it is. But when she said that, I was like, yes, snaps, girl. my yeah. girl, snaps. So, like we said in the intro, I've never been more scared of a man eating an apple. <laughs> be so freaking creepy. creepy and then we see that he's watching through the baby monitor which i have questions about because like does can a baby monitor work from that far away i don't know good question you know I mean, it, it was I mean, a baby monitor though. right yeah unless no. he's not that far away <laughs> could like, he was be in the shed like in her shed that oh was hiding God. out oh that Ooh. would be creepy i wouldn't put on um, past him i mean technology is yeah. pretty advanced now so i'm sure if they bought like a good one yeah. But you never know. He's a little he's a little stalkerish. Yeah, and when the song plays, guys, I'm not kidding you, I listen to this, I literally turned down my volume on my TV because I was scared that like he was gonna be like in the corner and just jump out and like stab her. I don't know why. I'm just like Angela's gonna get killed, but I literally was like, he's playing it to lure her into the room and he's gonna jump out. And I turned my volume down because I was so scared. I was like, Oh my god, I'm gonna like jump. But Carla, did you see that coming? Did you think it was going to happen? What did you think was going to happen in that scene? Well, the last scene with Ian was, oh, baby monitor. And that's all it says. And it just ends. And I'm like, okay, you're going to do something. Mm -hmm. So at the end when it happened, I wasn't super surprised. What I was kind of grossed out by was him watching them make love. Oh, that was so weird. He was like turned on. I felt like he was about to start like doing something about it. I was like, like, if you touch yourself, I am turning this off. I am done. I quit. I quit. I'm done. (laughs) I'm done thinking you're hot. It's over. I don't care. No, I thought it was super creepy. And I was really hoping Todd didn't wake up. Yeah. And then he did. And she's like, oh, she's like, I think I'm sleepwalking or something like that. And I was like, girl, come up with a better excuse. But I think Mm -hmm. that's just the beginning of him toying with them. Oh, yeah. That's what I'm saying. He's going to mess with her and he's going to explode both of their relationship to Todd. It's the only matter of time. But that lingerie scene freaked me out. That's the one that gave me chills. Oh, the perfume. Yeah, he smells the perfume. He's going to plant it. He's going to plant it somewhere, I think, maybe, to get her in trouble. Or he just sniffs it when he's. Or, yeah, or he just liked it. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, my God. Okay, we've got to move on from this. I'm really going to throw up all over this table. (laughs) So, Marcus and Lionel are guys. So, Marcus meets JD, which is Lionel's. X 
And Lionel said something that I really didn't like to Marcus. I really just wanted to, I was so mad at him. He was like, oh, he's just a lamb in the woods, and he's always so condescending to Marcos, I feel like. I feel like he's so condescending, but then later, Lionel says to him in bed, like, John and I are friends. You and I are forever. You are my man. And I was like, yes! He's like, and I don't take that honor lightly. My heart was like, that was cute. I cried. But I go back and forth. So do you guys think Lionel's too wild for Marcos? Like, how do we feel at this point about their relationship? I kind of was pissed at Lionel in episode five because Marcos was going through a hard time. He lost Mm -hmm. the, he was going through a hard time with the lawsuit. And then he's just partnered up with his ex, you know, and Marcos is really suffering. And I think we'll get into later about Kevin and Marcos, but that Mm -hmm. was kind of a nice moment because before I thought is Kevin just kind of like a one night stand but you definitely see there's more chemistry there showing up he keeps coming up Um, but with Lionel in these last two episodes I could say that with his true colors he's not as confident as Mm. he appears to be Lionel you think Mm. so yeah I think it's more like a situation where it's like I'm gonna assume Lionel's a lot older I'm gonna assume and I also feel like it's Marco's first openly gay relationship yeah Mm -hmm. so I feel like and his first relationship ever Really? I mm-hmm. feel like it, okay. When they're on the beach, they talk about it. It's his first relationship ever. Okay, so and then, now it's open. Yeah. So it is a lot to yeah. process. Yeah. And I mean, who knows anything in their first relationship? Like, no yeah. one. And you can tell he needs a lot of validation from mm-hmm. Lionel. And I feel like he gives him that. So it's kind of, I feel like he does talk down to him. Mm-hmm. But I also feel like he's showing him the ropes of, like, what it is to be openly gay. And he doesn't need to feel bad about certain things. And, like, it's mm-hmm. okay to be insecure. Like, everything he's feeling is normal. Mm-hmm. I just think Marcos needs to kind of get it together a little more. Mm. You can't be that much of a mess in a relationship. <laughs> like, there's there's no way. That's Lay unattractive. And it's like, yeah, I mean, everyone gets insecure. Just don't say it all the time. Like, you're fine, you know? Well, maybe he doesn't want a relationship. Maybe he felt forced into it. I feel like he has it pretty together. He's just like, it is normal to be confused. I don't know. Now I'm confused. I agree with you on that. When I think of Marcos, I think of that guy that, like, he grew up, like, kind of perfect. Has, like, these perfect standards. You know, yeah. he has the perfect job. Um, he's really well put together. Every time I see him, he's dressed up in a suit. And then with Lionel, it's just, Lionel's kind of a little bit of the opposite. And I think with Marcos, he likes to have everything figured out. Mm-hmm. And um, Marcos still has a hard time, I think, figuring out the relationship between him and Lionel. And I think that kind of drives him crazy. Yeah. Yeah, and then Kevin, we'll do this this really quickly so we can talk about the reunion, but, I mean, first the OJ, which you guys know I was pissed about last episode, then answering Marcos' phone at the freaking bar, pulling out his sleeping bag in his living room, building a whole-ass tent. I was like, this is the worst offense, and then the worst offense is that he brings the drugs. Oh my god, that was <laughs> yeah. so iconic. And just doesn't say what's in the bag. Yeah. It's like snacks. I was so mad at him, and I literally had so much anxiety in that scene with the edibles, and it was a really good painting on the wall, but then it ends in this beautiful moment in the shower, and like Marcos is like having a freak out, and Kevin comes to comfort him. So do you think that they're going to remain friends? Will it turn to more? More, I think. Definitely more. Chelsea, what do you think? Yeah. Um, because Marcos, we're going to see, um, it's going to go into the next episode of where his past is going to start unre- unrevealing. And mm-hmm. I think Marcos kind of has a really dark, hidden past mm-hmm. um, that we're going to explore a little bit more. And I feel like he can really open up to Kevin about that. Um, so I think that was a beautiful scene between them. And then um, I don't know what's going to happen with Lionel and his ex, if he's still going to be in the picture. But I think right now, Marcos, for some reason, could find a comforting with Kevin that he can't fun- find with Lionel. And I think that's what Marcos needs right now. That is such a good oh point. God. I feel yeah. like Kevin really explores here. He encourages Marcos to explore here, like between them and within. Yes. But then like Lionel is like, explore here. Yeah, you know, rather yes. than building what they have, and that's a really, really good point, Chelsea. Yeah, yeah, Carly. I feel like Lionel's more about like fun, good time, and Kevin is like 
literally helped him figure out his whole life in the matter of a drug session. <laughs> literally, he was like, "My girl." He's like, "Maybe I'm tiny in here because I feel tiny out there." And I was like, "That literally is everything." Mm-hmm. Yeah, like you only feel sm- like you feel small, which is why every area of your life you feel like so, like not you're not up to par, like as a lawyer and everything else, because you're just doubting yourself. Dang, do we like Kevin? I think we like Kevin. No, we like Kevin. We love Kevin. We like Kevin. 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 He has a nice butt. (laughs) How can you not like any... Is he a ginger? I feel like he's a ginger, right? He is. Everything about him is just cute. We like you, Kevin. Kevin. But not as much as Sean. Sean's still our bae. Number one bae. Yes. That shower scene. (laughs) (laughs) Chelsea's having a good time watching this show. I really am. (laughs) Lastly, the reunion... So, is this better or worse than the, than the dinner theater party? Because I I don't know which one I disliked more. <laughs> this one was 100%. It was the awkwardest thing ever. So Billy was so douchey. Awkward. He makes everybody who works in film look bad. In production. I'm like, you're making me look bad. We're fool. not like that, I promise. Yeah, we're no, not. we're really not. He's mean. But I will have to say, the actor, Keegan Allen, so happy to see him. He's from Pretty Little Liars. As soon as he stepped on scene, yes. I was like, yay, Keegan's here. He's back. <laughs> we love um, it. But yeah, no, his character, Billy. Just, oh, my my gosh. And oh. Christine, too. Like, there's this weird triangle going on with, like, Paul and Christine, and it's weird, and then we have to watch this home video. Yeah, That was so uncomfortable. Maddie, I loved it, though, because it was a different side. Like, we get to see more of her. She's so loved. And then Todd's dad, that was really hard to watch. Yeah. But Sean... I thought that was interesting, too, watching him in the scene, just because we hear, you know, at dinner, at the dinner table, they're like, uh, someone says to him, like, oh, you know, something, something, your fall from grace, and Lisa didn't budge, so we still, do you guys still think that Lisa doesn't know what he did? Yeah. 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 Did she read the the news? Or (laughs) is it private? I don't. I don't think anyone knows really about it besides. His high school friends. Yeah. And then Anne knows about it, too. But, um. No, and I think especially because you can see at the end when she is watching the video and she's just seeing like this completely different person beat up Todd's dad. She's like, okay, who is this? And she's trying so hard to play cool, be that good wife by saying, you know, stay here tonight. You do not need to sleep on the couch. I'm here for you. But in the back of her mind, I think she's definitely starting to have some doubts. Yeah. Well, she starts crying. I don't know if anyone caught that. As she's yeah, watching, yeah. she starts crying. She and he's like, you don't have to stay. I think she's starting to see a different side of him she never saw and it makes it probably makes her a little afraid or she wonders like who do i actually marry who am i actually with yeah Yeah. and what i loved about this is that he's like my anger comes out when i'm protecting my loved ones and i was like then bring that out with Anne. do what you have to do to fight for your relationship and i think that's what's going to happen at the end which is a big prediction but hopefully we see more of that energy when needed we don't want him to hurt any more people but if they're bad i don't know So I'm thinking that we can move on really quick to the special segment, which Carl is going to present this week. We'll talk more about the ending for predictions. But what do you have for us with the special segment? Special segment called "At Any Cost" after um, Anne's book. So basically, we'll just be talking about what would you, how much money would it take for you to do certain things? So Mm -hmm. my first question to you, ladies, is how much money would it take for you to get your ex's name tattooed on you? Where would it be at? (laughs) Anywhere you'd like. Oh, gosh. Nothing against my exes, honestly, (laughs) but um, I'm going to go high. Has to at least cover my student loans. No, I don't know. No, no, no. We're going to go higher. We're like, cover my student loans, I'll do anything. Yeah. Truly. Oh, gosh. Yeah, definitely student loans. Oh, Probably yeah, a new car, too, would do it as well. I think a trip to Europe. 
Yeah. Here, you know, Paris, Alaska, everywhere. I need a million for every year I dated you. That's what I need. And for my boyfriend, for having to see the tattoo every uh, single Carlos day. Carlos coming for blood. I, I love, love it. it. Awesome. Well, I think, okay, so I'm, my boyfriend now, he's like my first boyfriend and my first love. So Aww. I don't really have any exes, but I mean, past flings, like, I'm thinking of the last guy that I'd fling with. I'm like, I don't know, living in LA is hard. Like, half a million? Oh, I would just turn it. <laughs> I don't know. I would just like I would turn it into like flowers afterwards and be like, "You can grow from this." Did I really just say that? It, well, who am I? Can no, move on? That, that's out of here. good. It's good. So the next one is how much money would it take for you guys to eat horse testicles? Oh gosh, Hor- X factor. We're really status. going. We're going X for it today. Status. A million. <laughs> I have 50 grand. I mean, it's just, just take me to the <laughs> doctor's grand. after and get me a cleanse. How does maybe, it taste? I don't know. We'll have to Like chicken, it. I'd eat it. Just don't. But if not. Everything I hear, like, tastes like chicken. <laughs> so true. <laughs> Wait, I maybe would take half. No, I'd take a million for that. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Okay. And the last one is going to be, how much money would it take for you to bungee jump off a helicopter? Uh, does, does that... How does that work? Will Smith did this, and apparently you can die if you don't do it correctly. Yeah, because, oh. like, doesn't it pull the helicopter down? I've never heard of this. No, basically, you're supposed to jump off at a certain time so you don't, like, get knocked off by the helicopter. And, no, it literally doesn't do anything. I think you just are wherever the helicopter is, you're just flying off of it with it. No way. I'm really, really afraid of heights, so I don't mm. care what you'd give me. Like, I'm not taking it. I, I'm good. Uh-oh. I probably would panic and just black out and <laughs> probably not make it because I blacked out really thinking about my life. Maybe a million and a half. I don't know. Chelsea? You guys have a good point, but I was going to say do it for free, but... <laughs> oh, you I, I will do it for anything. Yeah, life. Free. Um, but I was like, wow, free falling. But no, you're right. It's um, life insurance. Yeah, it's your life. Okay, I would say half a million. I'd do it for free if we all went. That would be a good point. Sponsors? Anybody? Yeah. Anybody want to pay for a bungee jumping? Just bungee jumping in general. We will take it. Yeah, not off a helicopter. I'd oh, do it okay. for free. Yes, okay. not a helicopter. off a helicopter, that involves a little money, money. We're wild. We are. <laughs> well, thank you so much. Thank that you. That was so much fun. I love that they were, like, really random this week. It was like, we're really going for it. This is X Factor, like, X <laughs> Factor status. Not X Factor, what am I saying? Um, so Chelsea's going to present some news and gossip. <laughs> So our news and gossip for this week, Gabriel Mann, who plays Gage Scott, has worked with Mike Kelly, the creator of What If, on another popular series called Revenge that aired in 2011. In a recent KTLA interview, Gabriel said that he just loved working with Renee. It was a dream come true. And how he even got the part was Mike Kelly went ahead and gave him a phone call. So who knows? Maybe in future episodes we'll see some more crossovers with other actors that Mike Kelly has worked with before. Wow. Yeah. Will they make billboards like the girl who made a billboard for Tyler Perry? Did you guys see that? Oh my yes. god. He's like, don't do that ever again, basically. <laughs> yeah. Shut her down. Yeah. And then apparently she's still sending a tape or something. So I was like, that is really sad. He literally just curved you on social media in front of millions of people. Yeah, that's so that's awkward. So He's like, just go audition. Like, don't waste <laughs> your money free. on this. What it's are you like free yeah. like five times? Play yeah. a game at any cost. But thank you so much, Chelsea. Of we course. love the news and gossip. We love a special segment. So before we close this out. Predictions, everybody. After Buzz oh, TV predictions. I really love this. I'm like so groovy. <laughs> uh, but what what are we thinking? I mean, we didn't just talk about the end, so maybe we can go off of that. So at the very very end, we see that Lisa's going to go to DC with Anne to talk about Imogen, yes. and she's going to leave 
you know, a little shawty behind to fend for himself at the high school reunion with all his ghosts. So what do we think is going to happen? That last line was everything. He's like, oh, have fun in Stockton with all your ghosts. So there's more than one ghost. I think he, I know you guys love him. You know, that's fine. He is, he is really sexy. But I feel like he's (laughs) not a nice guy. Like, why are you that violent? That's like there's other ways to handle situations. I think violence is really the last option. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I think there is a lot of secrets to him, and he's. I think to in Lisa's life, he's nice, and everyone she he met through her probably thinks the same. But I don't think so. I think his past is dirty. Mm-hmm. That can uncover too. I think while because Avery's going to go with Lisa, that could also stir up some chemistry between them in future mm-hmm. episodes. Um, and then I think because Sean's going to get left behind, I think his past is going to start unraveling and it's going to be left more to the public. And who knows, maybe Anne might put a little bug in Lisa's ear too about that. Wow. Okay. Based off of what Carla said, I'm thinking, what if this just flips in the end? Like, we think Anne is the bad guy, but because she experienced that trauma where clearly there was a very bad man in the house, oh. what if in the end Anna's really good? And you're right, Sean, we think, because we're a third oh. person omniscient. Like, That's what if he's point. bad and she's coming for every bad guy? Because you hear about that, like, the people who, like, go around yeah. and, like, chop off the guy's, like, pain, they, like, do bad things to girls. I don't know. I've heard stories like that on the news. So, anyway, maybe that will happen. No, I agree with that. 100%. That would be good. And then that would be interesting how it leads into the next season, too. Yeah. Give us another season. Give us another season. season. Please, Netflix. Well, that's a good point. I like this. I like your predictions. Wow, those are good predictions. We are amazing. So thank you all so much for watching. We love that you love After Buzz. We love that you love What If. I'm your host, Mia Bravum. You can find me on social at yours truly, Mia, on Instagram, Hot Mess Mia on Twitter. Chelsea, where can we find you? And you could find me on Instagram at Chelsea Overrocker and then on Twitter at Chelsea Overrocker. You can find me on Instagram at Carla Alcantaras and on Twitter at Carla underscore C. <gasps> Thanks so much. We Thank love you guys. Bye. Come back next week. Bye. Our founder, Kevin Undergaro, and me, Maria Menunos, would like to thank you for tuning in to AfterBuzz TV. Remember, we're not just the first, we're the biggest in the world, and we're the only destination for all your favorite TV shows. Whatever you crave, we've got it. So go to AfterBuzzTV.com and check out our lineup. Buzz you later. <laughs> the views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals. 